yes, hello. I am James Rodens, and today it's the WNR 501. It's NXT Update. I'm not alone. I have a pleasure to be joined by our resident NXT expert and new fan, JT. It is Monty. How's it going, man? You didn't hear me fuck up JT, did you? <laughs> JT. <laughs> yeah, I definitely heard it. I definitely heard it, but I'm gonna let it. I'm gonna let it slide. I'm gonna let it slide. <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, I'm happy to be back. Always excited in a in a really, in a pretty good mood. We have a a big show uh, to end off the year. You know, the last WWE related you know thing going on uh, in this calendar year, at least for as far as live event, premium live events go. So yeah, I'm excited, man. We have a, a lot of exciting possible outcomes for tonight because. So this is this is genuinely, and, I, and I'm really angry about this because this is important for me, as you'll mention later, for the prediction league as far as bonus goes. And I'm really, really aggravated at how tough it, it is in some of these cases to predict what we have to talk about for deadline. But we have to get to get there first, and I'm excited to talk talk about it. I'm happy to be back again, as always. Yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. Like we said, we're starting the next 500. And I'm glad that you're here, right. which is going to be, like you said, a bumper weekend because we are <laughs> all NXT this weekend. Of course, deadline predictions <sighs> and doing a deadline review tomorrow. Five episodes to catch up on. But we have got a little bit of news first and foremost because, of course, mm-hmm. the uh, TV deals are coming round for each and every um, show as it was when we heard about SmackDown. But NXT... Uh, has agreed to air on the CW network from October 2024 in a five-year deal, uh, which was a bit strange considering I think NWA <laughs> had an agreement to be on the <laughs> CW network. Uh, yeah. it, it's believed to be a significant increase on the $15 million per year with USA, and it's more nice. than double what USA really paid for the broadcast rights. And when you consider NXT was a network-only show, even in this podcast, <laughs> to right. see it now getting paid to do stuff. So what do you think about its move then from the USA to the CW and branching out? Yeah, I never really thought, uh, you know, it's crazy when you think about that. I didn't really think about it until you just mentioned that this was, uh, you know, a WWE Network thing, uh, you know, for I think before the network, it was just like on YouTube <laughs> randomly or something like, you know what I mean? Like that's where that's really, it's really grassroots when you think about it into to be able to sell for, like you said, for more than fifteen uh, million, and to uh, to just be, uh, like you said, valued, you kind of can see the value of that work that I think they did with not only Becky Lynch and you know with Seth and some of the main roster appearances, but just in the quality of maintaining a, a audience. If you look at the ratings, uh, not only did the audience continue to kind of steadily grow a little bit, if you're going off the last few years, it has also have now become pretty consistent and i think that's that's the that's just it's just really cool to watch and uh again someone like me who's been here since those network days been able to watch nxt you know it's a reason why i always talk about bo dallas shout out to my guy bo i was uh, i was watching the network when bo dallas had his nxt championship run and nobody probably remembers except me but <laughs> I, I was a big fan in those days, and I still am a big fan. So it's really kind of cool, like you said, to kind of watch it turn into that. And, yeah, the, the, it's really, really weird when you think about what with the NWA and the, 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 the thing that they tried to pull on pay-per-view is just so, so badly timed when you got pending <laughs> contracts. 
and you, you're trying to do you, – I don't know where that decision came, but <laughs> it's just so weird. I'll tell you what else is weird as well, like the news the last 24 hours. I got an mm-hmm. email uh, about Impact Plus changing yeah. to, uh, the TNA. Endeavor, right? In de- the, yeah, Endeavor. So the company that owns WWE is now going to run <laughs> TNA's stream. It's a conspiracy. <laughs> it's a conspiracy. Like, wow, they're finally under the same banner. Could, would you ever would have thought of that? After the many years of Impact uh, kind of being the only only alternative, uh, so uh, no, I think it's kind of I think it's awesome though. I think that'll do wonders for that platform because you mentioned that not only have you you told me about it and said that it was a, a great a good investment or just good investment of your time uh, to go check out stuff on TNA Plus, but I've seen other people who love going to go binge watch old Impact pay per views and stuff like that, or just even some of the new stuff that they're doing. Also, so yeah, uh, Impact has also been on a, a massive run, so it's kind of cool to see them get, you know, get that type of deal or get some, uh, get that, especially with the whole rebrand they have going on. Like we, you know, like wrestling in general is just in a really good place in a lot of ways, and I think these are two uh, examples of it when you think about NXT success and, uh, you know, like what you just mentioned with Impact. But again, it's just one of those things that. You know, the quality of it. I think that's what I kind of like the most about it. As someone who's getting the chance to watch a little bit of all of this wrestling and a lot of NXT, is that the the quality, the hard work that you see from the new talent and some of these fresh faces and all of that is uh, being rewarded. And I think, that, I think that's really, really cool. And it's cool for us, too. You know what I mean? We put a lot of time into this. So it's nice to see that, you know... That is yeah. that it has that type of value if you see what I'm it trying to say. It's nice not watching shit just because you're like, oh my goodness, you know, yeah. like right, I, right. I find that with House of Torture, if I happen to watch it, I'm only doing this because I have to. <laughs> uh, like we said with NXT in the past, but kind of it's all paying off at this moment. And that was an impact with the TNA rebrand uh, and everything going on there with New Japan with Wrestle Kingdom coming up with the Rumble coming up as well, it's weird that the only company really not kind of hot, even though they're doing kind of monthly events, is AEW. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about NXT. And, of right. course, their premium live event, the last WWE one. Again, it shows faith in NXT to be like, right, you're the December show. You know, you're going to get more right. people watching this than maybe not at, uh, normally because there's nothing else on, you know? It, it's yeah. like, there's no TLC. Uh, no, right. It's nothing else. This is the only, you know, like you said, Peacock or network related content that they're going to fresh, you know, live content that they're going to try to put out. So, yeah, man, I think it's kind of cool to give NXT that spotlight. And also, if you haven't noticed on Raw and SmackDown, you know, it's been a lot of just a lot of that going on in general of just promotion and acknowledgement of NXT. So, you know, I think that's that's pretty awesome, too, when you get, uh, you know, just the fact that it's starting to finally feel like Triple H said this many, many moons ago that NXT was the third brand. And it's starting to finally start to sort of feel like not only development, but also just another brand, especially when we talk about a lot of the talent that we have at NXT now. Well, finally, two things about the CW. First off, they probably said, do you always get like a million viewers? You know? <laughs> 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 Triple H's right. like, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, every time, every week. <laughs> and also, I've got no problem with a Flash or Arrow or even Supergirl showing up on NXT. 
Like, you know, one week, <laughs> open challenge, something like that. I'm in, you know. Uh, especially with Cody being in WWE now, that relationship should open up. I'm, I'm not Stephen Amell's agent, I promise. Anyway, yes. enough, <laughs> enough rambling. <laughs> on to NXT. We start November 7th and we get a recap of Halloween Havoc. And our opening match is for the Heritage Cup. Noam Dar versus Akira Tozawa. The opening three-minute round ended with Andy Falls, despite a last-second superplex. Dar ended that trend with a quick, cheap pinfall with a handful of tights to take a 1-0 lead. He had a few cheap shots. I, I'm only saying this for impartiality. I don't think they were cheap, uh, but because it was not enough to force disqualification. But anyway, uh, Tozawa tied it up with an ankle lock at the close of the fourth round, creating a sense of urgency for the remainder of the bout. With the clock ticking in round five, Lash Legend pulled Dar out of the way and Zara crashed the map below during the senton attempt. One supernova roller later, and the Scottish supernova retained. Uh, Otis laid out Mensa afterwards. What I find credible in this is how many Noam Dar Heritage Cup matches we've seen now. But Dar had never beaten to Zara before this one. If we look back, <laughs> you know. When you think about the two OGs from 205 Live, right? you know, with these two guys. It's amazing, right? It's amazing how, you know, again, the time. And I think that's a, that kind of goes understated. I think people don't necessarily realize, uh, you know, or remember those days. That's another thing that just feels like <laughs> another timeline, by I've the way. I've been on a trip back. 205 Live. Where I've been on like, CWC, May Young Classic. You know, all the, all the, all the good stuff. Right, right, right. Uh, but yeah, no, no. This is this is really cool to see these guys kind of get back in there and do their thing. You know, I I'm one of those guys who have massive respect for Akira Tozawa. Uh, you know, I've seen him be able to do a lot of amazing things in the ring pre WWE, even in WWE. You know, even if they do, they have kind of made him seem just like only a comedy character. I'm one of those guys who know he can go and. Like you mentioned, we know the same thing can be said for Noam Dar in a sense. You know, maybe some people could look at Noam Dar and just laugh at him or think he's not much. But when he's in that ring, he can go. And it's every I, the, my favorite thing about these Heritage Cup matches when it comes to Noam Dar, just everything is just so logical. It just makes so, so much sense. You know, uh, the use of his team in his, in this situation too just makes them look makes them seem even more tight knit. Just if you think about how they always seem to be on the same page in these Heritage Cup matches. So, yeah, man, I, I just I really think, again, like we mention this all the time, I don't want to overstate it because, like you said, we've seen a lot of these Cup matches. <laughs> so, but, you know, he, the, the formula that Noam Dar has, you know, is just impeccable. And, uh, we're, we're, as a matter of fact, we're going to talk about another impressive one yeah. uh, after this. So, but, yeah, this was really good, though. It's cool to see Tazawa in this spot, too. Yeah, and then this is the thing, and they're not having a go to Zara, but you could have anybody versus Dar, and Dar could have a good Heritage Cup with you. You know, you could stick, right. you, you know, Jade Cargill in there, and it make it work. <laughs> that <laughs> now, that'll be something. Uh, speaking of powerful women, and her first address as the NXT Women's Champion, Lyra Valkyra did not have a chance to say much, thanks to an in interruption from Zaya Lee. A tense in-ring confrontation gave way to a challenge, from the babe face to the former member of Tian Shah. Remember that? Uh, Lee knocked the life out of one of the security <laughs> guards, completely laying him out. Uh, we get an Iron Survivor qualifying match. Fallon Henney versus Tiffany, Streffen, uh, Tiffany Stratton. Blame Mick Foley. 
A good competitive contest between familiar foes still Stratton get back to winner ways and cash a ticket to one of the marquee matches in NXT. Backstage referee emerged from Shawn Michaels' office and revealed he'd been told to exercise his discretion in relation to the rules in Von Wagner Bron Breaker. In the background over Rain was seen entering HBK's office. Elsewhere, backstage conversation led to make an about between Otis and Drew Gulak for later in the show. Also, Wesley and Baron Corbin had a disagreement. Von Wagner versus Bron Baker then. You know, this is about the big baby face making his return from injury. Breaker won. Uh, scoring the pinfall victory <laughs> for Hung and Spear. But don't worry, Wagner got a measure of revenge via table slot. But talk about anticlimactic. You know, do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, and, and then, you know, at the time, I honestly didn't think this, this stuff was over. But you know, we can go ahead. We don't. We don't have to talk about it. We, we go ahead and say this is just, this is pretty much it. That's the it for the feud. He he loses another match to him, and he puts him to a table. Okay, cool. We, we're even, I guess. I it's, I told you anyway. You know, baby faces. This especially this particular baby face. But baby faces are not the smartest. I knew him asking for that match was not going to work out for him, and, and so it makes sense that he lose. But you're 100 percent right. It's just what an anticlimactic way to tell the story, and I don't necessarily know. How much Von Wagner actually gained? I don't know. I mean, tell, like he was already getting more popular or becoming a face. So, what did he really gain from getting his face smashed in? Like, do we need to have more sympathy for the big guy? No, we just had like you know friendship. That's what matters. Ah, he gained friendship. Life. There you go. He, there he, you go. He gained a friend for life. Uh, Kalana Jordan, Roxanne Perez beat breakout winner Lola Vice and Electra Lopez. Ariana Grace appeared immediately after the win to take the spotlight from the victors, but Carmen Petrovic flattered her on the ramp. I don't know if we've mentioned that Grace's dad is Santino. <laughs> uh, again, it's a bit weird, but we don't. I don't, we don't really mention shit like that because I don't really think yeah. you know it's that relevant. Apart from when the rock nah. starts, you know, right, you right, to. yeah, <laughs> you have to mention that. <laughs> have to mention that, right? But. Yeah, you know, uh, I, again, I, I do notice, this is one thing about it, she has the same timing in a way. With some of the facial expressions, like, just, it, she chucks, she makes me, she cracks me up sometimes, and that's just, because her because her character is so delusional, it just don't belong, because she says stuff like, "What? why everybody want to fight as if she didn't, she don't know where she, where she works. It's very, very funny, but, no, yeah, uh, it, it's one of those things, uh, but this is one of those examples of just how I really like so far what Sean is kind of doing with the women's division. Even if they don't seem they're in, involved with a match, they're giving just getting more time for, for people to be familiarized with them. And that's that's good as anything at this point, because, you know, it was some times when we were looking at NXT and it was if it wasn't the few women that we knew at the top of the card that was wrestling like Cora Jades and. You know, Roxy for a while there, and when Mandy was on top, like that's exactly a great example. When Mandy was champion, do you remember the women's division at all? And it actually feel starting to feel like a division now. About a T saying toxic attraction theme and Bron Breaker's theme very similar. Similar, yeah, yeah, I know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> heavy guitars. <laughs> anyway, Otis beat Drew Gulak backstage. Tiffany Stratton and Keanu James had a brief interaction. That maybe tease a future partnership with a former saying, I don't mind her. Uh, JC James, speaking of toxic attraction, took a letter for Andre Chase from Tony D. The plot thickens. Iron Survivor Challenge qualifier, Tyler Bate versus Dijak, caused an intensely physical bout, so each man <laughs> tests the other's toughness. But it was Dijak 
who delivered Can't a piece of ice to secure your victory. I mean, come on. You know, the man <laughs> always loses. Uh, especially after Tyler was like, I'm tired of living off my past resume. And I was like, what a great line. And then Dijak wins. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what a great line. It's just, yeah, it's one of those things that also when I looked at the match, as much as I love Tyler, it's just like, is this is this what's going to happen to him outside of the NXT uh, UK? You know what I mean? Like, is he gonna get? Is he gonna be the guy that you want to root for because you know he do, he's he's a big strong boy and he can he can fight the big guys, but he's gonna always come short. Is that gonna be his role? You know what I mean? Uh, even though I think he has the potential for so much more, but yeah, it, it, honestly, Dijak needed it. Like, I think that's kind of like what we're saying right now. He needed to win because it just at this point, man, you kind of just expect him to fall short. Uh, so I guess I can't complaints in a sense from that point of view but it definitely was like one of those things where it's like you came into it expecting Tyler Bate to you know to do to do what he was supposed to do and it it didn't happen so it just it was really really surprising but it was you know we'll we'll see how this turns out for him yeah no I'm not <laughs> again I wasn't this upset by the end of the update Spoiler, right you know uh, but <laughs> the dissension between Trick Williams and Kamala Hayes though had intensified and in wow. the main event, we see the former took exception to the NXT champ, or former NXT champion, not returning the favor of having his back, and he had done the same for so long. Williams mm-hmm. also admitted to not having seen who was attacked him. That was lucky. Ooh. And Hayes' reaction was one because yes, it may have been him until Lexus King interrupted. He stirred things up, ultimately leading to Williams evidently hitting Hayes and embrace between the babyfaces end of the show, but it was clear that was distrust <laughs> and frustration between them. All while King watched with a shit-eating grin on his face. Now, I've got to say, fair play for King being involved in this story. Mm-hmm. But Hayes, and tr- and especially Hayes here, the small things he's doing uh, are fantastic. Oh, man. You know? He's killing it. I agree. It's the subtlety. And even his reaction initially, asking Trick like three or four times in the way he asked him. So you really didn't see who attacked you. It was just like, it was so well done. It was very, it was nice. It made you wonder. It made you, oh, my God. So Melo really is trying to, you know, he's trying to weasel out of this, you know, because he just, he didn't even know Trick didn't know. So, you know, uh, I, like you said, I think, man, you had this conversation on the last one about where they would go from that moment where Trick uh, cost Melo from the title. And I really do, I really want to say that, uh, you know, for, I, I was worried, but I, I do like the, I, I, at first I was thinking, oh, let's just go ahead and go straight into it. But I love the slow burn of this. But I will say that your prediction about them sticking together and winning tag gold or whatever, I don't know about that one, man. <laughs> I don't know. I don't because it feels like this. It feels like this bridge is. I don't think they can. Even if Lexus did it, I don't know if they're gonna make it out of this together. That's the way it feels. I, I, I've said like. other stuff in the past nine years <laughs> that has come true. All right. So okay. We'll okay. There um, we go. We'll move on. November 14th, and we start with Chase U versus the family for the NXT tag titles. Could of course the family only fight when gold's on the line. Uh, the controversy over cheat and distracted are they chase for this contest, and Duke Hudson could only protect him so long before Chase fell to the bada bing, bada boom. JCJ seemed genuinely distraught about Chase U's loss and stood with the others in the ring afterwards for support. Backstage, the family laid out a warning to the tag division with a new woman speaking for him. That's great. A reporter's hand a chase until Jane picked him up 
in the car. So, new tag team champions. So, the only thing, <laughs> that chase you train got stopped pretty quickly. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, it definitely did. But, you know, it was a bigger, it was a bigger story there with the, with the student section leaving and just <laughs> in the middle of the match. Very dramatic, like, and... Uh, so, yeah, you know, it, it, I don't have that much of a problem with it. I do say the vignette tag champions, as I call them, because that's pretty much what they do. <laughs> just, I, I guarantee we're going to get a vignette, you know, throughout. That's just what they do in their reign. Uh, but in, in the occasional title matches, vignette title matches, that's what they do. But, um, you know, I, I, I kind of expected this with the rematch because we kind of, you can tell, they, they haven't really been subtle as in who – uh, chase you or who Andre Chase is in debt with or the situation that's going on. It hasn't been subtle that that it has involvement with the family. So I kind of expected the family to eventually be able to get a, uh, to get the belts back. But, you know, it is one of those things to where we have a bigger story here. And it's, it, it's yeah, man, it, it's crazy when you think about it because they were so hot and it makes me wonder. I really hope that whatever they try, they try to do with this story, that uh, they, they, you know, it really makes me wonder: Are we doing this to get rid of Chase? You or are we gonna do? Are we just telling this story to get them, you know, back, you know, back together, or you know, more closer together? But the problem I have with that is they were so hot. That's why you gave them the belts, at least from my estimation. So it's like, do, like, is this a wrong move? Do you think this is a wrong move going to this story? Are you intrigued with where they're going? I, again, it's interesting because you think if you're pulling the trigger and then you're doing this, then it's like, well, yeah, what's the end game? You know, like, who right. is it? JC Jane behind it? Is it something else going yeah. on? Yeah, like, like, what is it? Exactly. Let them have a run and then have Duke Hudson turn heel. That's what we thought was going to happen. Exactly. You know, like, not another new member. Exactly. I agree. Another one. Uh, but right. we'll see what happens with that. Alpha Academy tricked Noam Dar and Supernova Sessions into agreeing a Heritage Cup match next week against Chad, Chad Gable. I love the fact Supernova Sessions is a thing now on NXT. <laughs> like, Me too. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, one yeah. day that will be a Raw on SmackDown and people will just be like, yeah. Uh, Lash Legend was in action next in an Iron Survivor Challenge. Surprisingly, she beat Roxanne Perez. <laughs> He's kind of treading water in NXT right now. Right? Lash will have a biggest match at Deadline. This was a little bit because Rox, I thought, had a plan. And then I don't mm-hmm. know if Lyra Valkyra's kind of derailed that a little bit. That's what it seemed like. And now Legend, who people go back and listen to how much I hated her, is actually right. in small bursts. On the rise, man. What to do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, I, you know, uh, her athleticism, she showed a little bit of that in this match. And you can just see it's some potential there. She's working. And that's another compliment I want to give. You know, from we'll talk about Kalani later and a couple of other names, but the improvement. We talked about Tiffany on a couple of podcasts ago on NXT and just how the improvement is just insane. And I just think I have to give a lot of the women credit. If we're going back to what was going on months ago, 2.0 and all of that, you know, you you knew that they needed time. And you could tell that maybe it's because NXT has been doing the live events and a lot of other stuff around uh, Florida and, and all that. That maybe that that you know just getting more in ring time is what a lot of some of these athletes needed, but I agree the trajectory right now, like you said, Lash with her ability to talk and the association with metaphor, and then you have Roxy who 
pretty much ever since she kind of had to leave for the anxiety or whatever the explanation in her title reign is just, you know, how her title reign ended pretty much from that moment on. It's been a kind of roller coaster ride, to be honest. Like she gets she gets certain wins, but like you said, I think and I, I hope they don't go too far with it. Like you said, you we felt like Roxy would be the number one babyface as a, as a uh, you know in the women's division. But like you said, with Lyra, and then they, they have they have a lot of new faces with like I said, Kalani and a lot of stuff they're trying. I hope they don't bank on the fact that since she's so young, they have plenty of time and they don't, you know, mess up her booking. Because again, I'm with you. She has the potential, and like me and you both have mentioned, how we feel about her. So it's really it's kind of concerning, but I'm gonna give it a little bit of time. Even when you just saying that, I just thought, well, maybe it's to her detriment that Rox is a little bit further ahead because maybe we're waiting for right. the to develop to get on her level. To, to her level, matches like mm-hmm. that, you know. So like I said, sometimes it helps and sometimes it hurts. Right. Uh, it's, it's like Lara Valkyria as well, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. Refusing to drink tea with Zia Lee. You know, that in my country <laughs> is an insult, sir. It's like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah I was insulted be. too. Yeah. <laughs> Lee promised no mercy. But if you talk about the production was impressive, maybe the mm-hmm. acting wasn't. And then they've got Zia Lee to work the house show circuit to get ready for the big matches that she had against Lynch and, of course, against Elia Valkyria coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, Iron Survivor qualifier. These were Lita's picks, so if you don't like it, blame her. <laughs> Williams versus Joe Coffey. Kamala Hayes was no help on the sidelining, challenging Gallus, but Trick Mm-mm. still caught Joe with a leaping knee for the win. The Brawling Brutes beat OTM. Nothing I like about OTM. Joe Gacy cut a promo on a performance center roof before throwing the camera. Gigi Dolan beat Ariana Grace. Again, Gigi Dolan is another one where I'm just like, yeah, they, they don't know what to do, do they? You and know? I think she's also in that in that area. Yeah, you know what I mean. She's in that area where. It's like kind of in limbo. Yeah. Well, I think we lost you a little bit there, but you are back now, so I'm glad about that. But I should tell everybody that it is new laptop, so we are, you know, might have some problems here, but everything's fine now. <laughs> We're all good. <laughs> NXT showed a vignette on Von Wagner and Mr. Jones' journey. The two agree, or Mr. Stone's journey, even the two agreed to dinner at Mr. Stone's place. Um, Warning, the following scene will feature mature themes and scenes of sexual nature. I'm sure was a warning before that. Eddie Thorpe explained that he had healed up from his strap match with Dijak and wanted to join the Iron Star Challenge. Charlie Dempsey challenged him. I don't think that's how it works, mate. It's four legends pick, apparently. Corbin and Dirty Don found common ground backstage. Lee and Dragunov hashed out their past differences. He also had a nice chat with Wes. Alexis King wished Corbin luck before the main event. 
which was Baron Corbin versus Wesley. Wesley was rolling in return, but Dominic Mysterio saved Baron Corbin when it mattered. Lee got too focused on Dirty Dom and walked into the end of days. Afterwards, Corbin kept beating him down to early arrived, but the champion got caught with end of days. He had told Baron he's got his NXT title match at deadline. I mean, when was the last time Baron Corbin looked so <laughs> dominant, you know? Yeah. Uh, I think what I commend the most to is his character work. The promos have been excellent, in my opinion, from here, him in NXT. And it, it really uh, adds an element that I don't think he's really ever had, even on the main, even his first NXT run. And then on the main roster, he wasn't, uh, you know, I guess he got better as time went on, but he wasn't the most compelling talker. But uh, he's been flexing a lot of his chops. I don't know if it's because he's in NXT and a lot of them don't have, don't get, that spotlight the way he has, but he's been doing a really, really good job. And you're a hundred percent right. When is the last time he actually felt like the dominant force that he, uh, you know, again, it's kind of supposed to be, if you look at his frame and if you look at what he's capable of now, that doesn't mean you're going to always get that, uh, performance, but I, I'm actually kind of, I'm more interested than, uh, when, when he, when Ilya Dragunov got attacked, I don't think I was that worried or that really interested. I thought it would just be kind of like, a okay, well, it's going to be a title match. Matter of fact, I didn't even think I thought it would be deadline worthy. I thought it would just be like a, a Baron Corbin versus Dragon off on a random episode of NXT. But, you know, I really have to commend uh, what Corbin has done to kind of make it feel like, oh, no, he's legit. And, I, I mean, you know, obviously I think Dragon off with another bigger guy, uh, I mean, they can't. They have the ch- a chance to do something uh, really, really good. And I mean, honestly, I don't know if Dragonov can have a bad match. So this is gonna this is gonna tell me a lot about Corbin. If he if he screws up a Dragonov match, I don't know if I <laughs> I don't know what that says about him as a worker. But I think I think they have a chance to do something nice together. So this was this was really interesting. But you're 100 percent right. I love the booking of Corbin because he actually feels like a threat. But you always hear about, like, how nice Baron Corbin is in ring. You know, one of the safest workers. And I think right. it's a bit of a rib. They put McGunn one of the most dangerous ones. I love Dragunov. Don't get me wrong. But <laughs> That's I a good point. I wouldn't want to him. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good point. Uh, we'll see what happens. So, November 21st, we start with Heritage Cup action. Our champion, Noam Dar, faced Chad Gable. Metaphor wore, wore pink. Highlighted especially by Lash Legends Hot Pink top hat. Menster caught Gable within his security to set up Dar for the Nova Roller to pick up the first fall. The Alpha Academy leader caught Dar with a rolling German suplex to surprise free count early in round five. Legend cheap shot Gable after the bell. In round six, Atom expired just before Dar tapped out to an ankle lock. So that went um, obviously like we talk about with the draw. I'm hoping they would put on a show at deadline. Obviously it didn't happen. And there was a result uh, legend pushed Maxine Dupree. She responded with a slap that sent Lash into Otis's welcome <laughs> arms. Otis is great. You know? just awesome. I, I just, I love Otis. It's, it's understated how good he he really is. I mean, he was really he was cool. I liked him when he was jumping off the top rope and splashing people as a heel, and obviously jiggling and doing the uh, the worm and just being Otis. That I mean, that got over the first time, so it's kind of cool that even you know, in this kind of fresh coat of paint, not, ne- not nothing to do with heavy machinery, it's cool that you put him with a guy like Gable, and it still works. Like I think you said that for both guys, because Gabe, both of those guys have been like tag team magnets, and the fact that Alpha Academy worked his heels and they're working awesomely to me, uh, even better now as a little mini babyface faction, I think it's kind of cool. So yeah, man, I. I uh, 
Yeah, I love Otis, and I'm I'm with you, man. Uh, what he's been, what they've been able to do here, was cool. And this match itself, man, this was really good stuff. And uh, the thing is about it, I think the reason why we're not getting this on Deadline is because I don't think they have a willingness to make Gable lose, and I don't think Sean or any, I don't think it's time. And I think Sean, no, I don't think anyone want want Noam to lose his cup again, and we be back on the hunt. You know what I mean? I think. Yeah. We think they're going to make your weight. I don't think Gable is necessarily going to be the one to win it, even though I went, you know, I think Gable is awesome. So it wouldn't, I wouldn't mind it necessarily, but I think they don't want to book it either way. But I thought this was a masterful way to kind of tell this story with the draw. You know, he's a cowardly type of heel, so he doesn't really lose anything for tapping right after the bell. You know what I mean? So I, I thought this was really well booked and really well wrestled too by two, two just guys that, I mean, come on, man, you could throw them in there. I, honestly, I could watch these guys go in for an hour, like book an Iron Man match, Gable and Noam Dar, and tell me it wouldn't be beautiful. Yeah, I think without doubt. And the thing is with Gable, he's been consistently booked on television now. Since Triple H first took over, I've and, noticed, <laughs> and the same with uh, Dar as well. Like you said, what he's doing with Metaphor is working so well. And Gable came so close to beating Gunther, so for Dar to get victory over him, it does, yeah. would be you know quite big. Uh, anyway, we get Angel Garza and Alberto Carrillo beating Idris and Offie and Manic Blade. After the win, Carrillo and Garza called out the family. The family toasted their success at a local restaurant. What a surprise. Later <laughs> in the night, Garza and Credo attacked the Angelo Stacks, leaving the restaurant. The family have eaten more than they have wrestled on the next day. It's a fact. More spaghetti bolognese than matches. All right? It's not, <laughs> it's not anything else. But Valkyrie and Lee, uh, Lee was supposed to happen second on the card, but the challenger laid out the champion during her entrance. Valkyrie refused to postpone the match and promised not to lose later. Iron Survivor Qualifier, Kamala Hayes versus Josh Briggs. Don't look, Monty. After Lexus King got involved, Melo jumped right into a clothesline and took an impressive <laughs> big man moonsault for the loss. Wow. Thank fuck. It's Josh Briggs. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> right? This is, I know no one. I know, come on now. Did you have that on your bingo card? <laughs> uh, oh, man. Uh, again, I, I'm not gonna. Uh, I, I'm not gonna overreact or be too mad because I don't. I, I, I'm actually. I think the end result here is Briggs, obviously, or Briggs and Jensen, obviously being split up. And I think the the, the amount of shit we've had to go through. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think for your NXT UK tag titles, yeah, I'm so glad they're doing it. It's, it's about so time they're splitting. I guess. <laughs> But we'll see. They, it seems to be amicable so far, but we'll see how long that lasts. And, uh, you know, uh, I don't, again, I'm not too opposed to it because it is connected to the Trick Williams and the, the Lexus King story. And, uh, again, I've I really got to commend Sean for putting uh, Pillman or Lexus King in this situation, be, you know, because, again, this is a big, big kind of deal storyline, in my opinion. Probably the, the most interesting thing storyline-wise, that they have going on NXT. So to kind of insert him into this only, what, within like within his first five television matches, he's already inserted to, like, a, a huge feud. I really think that's uh, kind of cool, and I can't wait to see what else they decide to do. But this is a big win for Briggs. I, I couldn't complain. You know, he uh, you know whenever Melo's not focused, he's lost. I do like that, that that's consistent. Like, I think that's kind of what happened with the Dragunov. Not that... Not that 
Dragunov wasn't better than him, but I'm just saying he had so much going on. He wasn't his confident himself, and then he loses. And then here we go again in another situation where he has a lot going on. Uh, uh, you know, I don't know if he's trying to play like, you know, he's. I don't know if he's protecting himself because he know he did something or he knows something. So it's just a lot of stuff going on in Melo's life right now. So it's, it can be explained away that Briggs kind of got, you know, of course, with the help of Lexus King. Yeah. So I, I'm not too upset about it, but you're 100% right. That is Briggs just beat Carmelo bleeping Hayes. Hey, that's not upset. You just be making excuses, man. And if it's me about McIntyre, then everybody be on my case. But no, I'll let you off. You know, like I say. Uh, all, all joking aside, though, it said we forget how tall Briggs is, you know. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like, right. Yeah. And he did a couple things in there that was really impressive. Like you know, so I, I think he has. I mean, come on, this is WWE. Big the big guys. Come on now. Oh, yeah. They they always have a have a. If you're tall and you're a big strong guy, you always have a shot to be something big in WWE. And I think he has the athleticism. We'll see what else he has going forward. And the difference between WWE and AEW is that Lexus King already looks a bigger star in the last. Oh man, it's not months. even. It's it's crazy. <laughs> it's it's crazy. Like I don't. I'm not one of those guys who try to send numerous shots at him. But like when you think about you watch him in AEW, he seemed like he had mostly nothing. And then you see who, who how he talked and everything now. Like you're 100 percent right. Like I don't know if it's just the storytelling that makes it feel that way. I don't know what it is, but. You're 100% right, man. He, he just feels like a complete – you couldn't tell me that that's the same guy uh, who was uh, with Julia and uh, Griff Garrison. I think that was his name. <laughs> oh, poor Griff. Uh, right. Speaking of, i tell you what, the NXT Griff Garrison, Von Wagner, had dinner at Mr. Stone's Please, house. what's the purpose of this, James? Look, this is Why did we have to see this? Like I like they already told us that he was gonna go to dinner the week before. So my only thing I'm like, why did we have to see this? We know that they're they're close. Like what, what, what? for anybody who hasn't please. seen this video, right? <laughs> who hasn't seen this pre-tape, uh the kids of Robert Stone and of course his wife were there who cooked this dinner, I assume, uh and sat <laughs> sat down, was talking to him about, you know, how to stop the bullies. And Von Wagner said, this is how you do it. Ended up powerbombing the two children and his wife <laughs> through the table. Uh, one of the most graphic things I've seen. Uh, no, I mean, this is just making Von Wagner... I mean, this if if the next video is not Mr. Stone leaving a letter to his wife telling that he's left it, <laughs> then I, I don't know. You know, I just don't know. That's a great point because I thought, other than just making them even closer, then we already knew. We already knew he was the only friend you got, Vaughn. So what's going? On? <laughs> like what's going on? But hey, you know it is what it is. I guess that was entertaining for someone. <laughs> well, I tell you what would have been entertaining in Wesley. So we're gonna get through it, but yeah, it is a bit of pill to swallow. Oh my goodness! Dirty Dominic Mysterio for a match at Deadline. Dirty Dominic greed only if. Lee could beat former three former NXT North American champions, and I was racking my brain and going, "Are they going to sign some dynamite guys?" Adam Cole still hurt? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to think. like Leon Ruff, is he still available? He's like, back. Good <laughs> 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 point. Did they release Keith Lee silently? <laughs> uh, it's difficult. It's tough. Uh, anyway. Tiffany Stratton and Briggs seem to get along a little too well 
for Fallon Henry's liking. It's not you. It's not like you have enough time. You know, Fallon. You've been they talked for, for fifteen years. seconds, Jay. You know, <laughs> they talked for like fifteen <laughs> seconds, Jay. <laughs> but Fallon needs to move on, as in make a move. You know, like soon it won't be there. Please. Iron Survivor qualifier Blair Davenport versus Fia Hale. The Chase U student section did not hype for up as usual. Bastards. Blair Davenport caught her with a short arm knee strike to take the win. Of course, blame JBL for this. Baron Corbin delivered a really good pre-take promo showing why his life is so much better than Ian Dragunov. I swear yeah, to God, so well Aussie, done. this update has been better for Corbin than the last five years of his career. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I agree. I don't know when the last time he's been on this on, on top of the world like to this extent. Probably since retiring Kurt. Like he just <laughs> like this is really no one like that. So you just <laughs> this is really good for Corbin uh, right now. I hundred percent agree. This was awesome, man. The the contrast showing showing Dragonoff going home <laughs> alone <laughs> and then showing him with his wife and kids every day. I was like, that is some cold stuff. But guess what? You know what else it told me? He's going to pay. <laughs> yeah. Melo, do you remember what Dragunov did to Melo just to get the belt? <laughs> it was not personal at all. He's talking about this man failing. Like, Corbin is going to pay for this. Well, look what he did to Jack with nothing on the line. Like, yes, for no reason. Like, him brutalizing a man got him on this run. So what, what do you think is going to happen, Baron? Oh, oh my <laughs> goodness. Like, He's going to pay, man. Uh, Eddie Thorpe beat Charlie Dempsey in a match which I thought should have been more really. In the vignette Andrea Grace promised to make NXT better starting with Carmen Petrovic. The main event NXT Women's Championship live Valkyra versus Ia Lee. Well, Valkyra stomped to the ring and demanded the bell ring fast but she was clearly still hurt allowing Lee to quickly take control. Valkyra ducked the knockout kick and hit a roundhouse kick her own set stage for her win and still NXT Women's Champion. And this wasn't bad. This could have been a lot worse. And like I said, Zeli already had to put a good match on against Becky Lynch. Uh, and this is what Valkyrie yeah. kind of needed first defense, you know? I agree. It was a solid, like you said, solid first defense. Establish her as a fighting tough champion, you know, even if it does kind of make Zeli look like, you know, pretty, you know, not not bad, but, you know, I remember, I think Lyra before the match was like, even if I'm at 15%, I won't lose to Zeli. And I'm like, ah. Man, I hope you're not that low. MJF, you know. <laughs> right, who are you? Right, exactly, exactly. But anyway, uh, yeah, uh, again, uh, really, really cool stuff here. And uh, I'm with you. Uh, it's kind of cool that they're actually finally finding a use for Zylee, one. And then two, uh, this is a very good way to just, like, again, establish the reign, establish her as a, uh, you know, a tough, resilient babyface champion. So I had no problem with this. And also, I love the, uh, you know, nice manipulative way to get a main event, girls. You know, maybe they had, maybe there was a plan that this was going to be the second match, like you mentioned. <laughs> well, <laughs> we'll move on to November 28th. NXT Tag Team Championship match started as a brawl as a family retained versus Angel Garza and Humberto Carrillo. You know, they were like, hey, are we putting our titles in line? It's like, no. All right, we'll go for food. You know, like, if not, <laughs> we'll defend the titles, one or the other. Uh, Jerry the King Lawyer picks for the Iron Survivor qualifiers. If you don't like it, speak to him. Up first, Kiana James was upset by Kalani Jordan, thanks to Perez. Perez gloated later about costing James a shot 
Ava announced two last chance qualifiers for next week. Brawl broke out later with Prez and James at each other's throats. So, again, a couple of things. Kalana Jordan getting a big victory. Uh, and also, mm-hmm. Ava has now become, <laughs> I guess, Shawn Michaels. De facto management. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, interesting, interesting, uh, interesting to see where her and <laughs> where her and Joe Gacy kind of splintered <laughs> off. Yeah, did did Paul tell her, you know, screw the cult wrestling stuff and you know get into management? Like what happened? <laughs> what what was that conversation about? But hey, whatever it did, she convinced Sean, which is a whole nother thing if you know the old school rumors about Sean <laughs> and uh, her uh, her father, but. It is what it is. I I don't know. We'll see how this works think out. He's trying to get in his good books. He's just yeah. <laughs> finally, <laughs> like all these years, I want to. I've been trying to apologize. <laughs> this is the way I do it. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, yeah. Uh, this again, uh, very interesting stuff. Uh, and it kind of came out of nowhere. I wish they kind of had a formal announcement, or she she could at least did like Sonya Deville started to do and just pop up in a blazer. <laughs> <laughs> something so we understand that she's authority but you know again it was a it was a, a interesting way and again we've been getting a lot of these locker room shots and i just love that just giving everyone some type of tv time in some type of way the i'm uh i think one girl I, I, easy i guess i guess that's easy yeah i had no clue who the hell it was <laughs> who pulled Roxanne's hair at some point but that's my point like it's just the randomness it's just like oh okay she's been supporting kiana a lot and i think we'll talk i think they did something later but yeah but it's just again nice segment here to establish things also keep kiana and roxy's feud going but at the same time you give Kaylani an opportunity, put her in this spotlight. I'm hearing that WWE really likes her improvement and what she's been able to do, uh, you know, in such a short time. So, yeah, this is thumbs up for me, man. I think the problem is sometimes when NXT talk about, it's like the NXT women's making machine is like an overdrive. And they're just going to be like all packed into locker room soon. Not be able to get out. <laughs> yeah, right. There's a hundred of them. We don't need that many. You know? <laughs> it's getting more and more crowded every week, man. <laughs> Have you noticed? Like, it's just. Right. Yeah, it's, it's been interesting to see. Uh, speaking of the Iron Survivor, we've got another Iron Survivor qualifier. Brom Breaker beat Eddie Thorpe. Eddie, you made a mistake. Tape ribs. Man. I mean, um, that's changed yes. over years. Obviously, with like the new tape now that like we have, but uh, right. you're never going to win that fight. And again, Monty, how the fuck is Brom Breaker still in NXT? Like, did he finish <laughs> his run like two years ago? Like he was ready last year. Like, yeah, exactly. He was ready to leave. People, matter of fact, you make the case that he could have been called up when Dolph beat him the first time. You know what I'm saying? Like, and he's been released that's how six long. months. Like, <laughs> right, he's been gone. Exactly, exactly. It's it's insane when you think about how long he's been here. And but you know what? I, again, I don't mind it because we do get to see this version of him, and I do think this version of him has been superior, much like his uncle, a much better baby face. I mean, much better heel than baby face uh, so far uh, in his young career. So I don't ha- I don't have too much of a problem with. It, but yeah, I think he's been like you mean, he's been he's been ready for a while now. <laughs> So I can't like, wait to see when they finally decide to pull the trigger there. Yeah, they went, right, you got to do like a year as a face and a year as a heel just to prove that you can. You know, like acting. <laughs> right. like, but again, <laughs> they don't do it with every wrestler. 
Because then Dragon Lee's there for like Dragon Lee, cup of coffee. <laughs> Frog's like, what the fucking right. hell? Yeah, must be a better spear. Uh, speaking of uh, returning superstars, though, Nikita Lyons was in the crowd, uh, highlighting a recovery training video posted on Instagram. Andre Chase addressed the investigation on Chase U with the gambling and misuse of college funds. The professor admitted all accusations were true, and he's working to get the university out of debt. Now, Monty, what the fuck has he got in debt for? <laughs> it's not like he's traveling from show to show. I'm a bit right. confused here. Like, and again, it seems that the headquarters is inside Full Sail anyway. It's not like it's a big deal. Right. Like, who does he have? What, what, for, like, exactly. What does, what, what does he have to keep upkeep? What, what does he have to pay for on a weekly day or whatever it is, daily basis? I guess. I know we want to, I know we're acting like this is an actual university or institution, but you, like you said, they don't have their own building. They don't have, you know, I get the merch. I get, I don't know. It, it's just funny. He says using college funds and doing all of this type of stuff. For, and I'm just trying to, for what? Who, what are you gambling on? For what reason are you gambling? Like, what? Like what is it? Like, it, yeah, it, it's so random. And I, I, I honestly believe it's just one of those things because the family exists. You know, because, like, you have someone ha- always has the old, the old, the mob, so to speak, some money. So I, it, that's the only way it can make sense if the family is there. If you, if you tell me the family no longer exists, then tell me what the hell... <laughs> why? What did you do it? And I still don't know why. So it, it's, it's very, very weird. I'm glad it's not just me. Just speaking of weird. No, things, I'm confused too. No, good. Uh, have you seen this strange men in white face paint in the background in recent weeks as well? Yeah. <clears throat> yes, I have seen it, and I think it's funny that you mentioned uh, what TN Shaw early. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah, it's like I don't. I'm not saying that that's what's going on, but if you notice, I think. Uh, Dante Chin was being recruited by a guy in the face thing and all of that. And so it really, really interesting. I don't know what's going on, but they've been doing a lot. Triple H and, and Sean, I guess, really love the back, the background storytelling. Because can you tell me what the hell Nikki Cross has been doing for the last eight weeks? <laughs> Subtly in the darkness in the background, just staring. Creeping the hell out of I, me. I literally had a friend walk in of me watching a match with Nikki Cross. I think it was a battle royal. And they went, what's yeah. up with that? And I was like, fuck if I I have no... <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> I like it, but I don't know what it is. Uh, <laughs> anyway, NXT Anonymous showed a video of King stalking Trick just before he got attacked. After watching footage, Mello and Trick talked about making King pay. See? There's still a chance for them. Uh, NXT caught footage of Frazier and Dragunov arguing backstage in reaction to Corbin's video. Why would you do that, Nathan? Come on, I know you're <laughs> Seth's mate, but this is the Dragunov. He's such uh, an idiot. <laughs> he really is. Leading to a match where Dragunov fucking annihilated Nathan Fraser. Like, he had him done, and then three H-bombs. And, and <laughs> this could be boo- booed by any other wrestler apart from the Dragunov. You know what right. I mean? like, They're like, one more time, one more time. I'm like, you want to see him do that again? <laughs> and then, like I said, like, what are you supposed to do? A man mount you like that, and there's nothing you can do about it <laughs> after the match. It's just like, oh, my God. Like, what is wrong with him? Oh, <laughs> like, that's what, that's what I love getting. And that's what I'm saying. I, I've never, that's what I think the most beautiful thing about Dragunov is you love him. Like, people like him. 
and you look at him sometimes and you have to ask yourself, what the hell is wrong with him? And that's <laughs> you don't get that from baby faces. You don't get that from baby yeah. faces. Like you you're supposed to be relatable to baby faces usually. <laughs> But he's an absolute monster in the ring. And uh, I, like you said, he, this is someone who's supposed to be his friend. I don't know if he's got more vicious. I don't you know what I mean? I didn't think it was possible. <laughs> right. What we've seen. <laughs> yes. Uh, fuck me. Uh, Corbin oh distracted him on a Titan Tron. We got a promo from Joe Gacy who was under the ring. Nice. Uh, why? <laughs> that, that gimmick's going to work. <laughs> don't ask why. That's that's what I've learned about certain segments. Because if you ask why, you'll be beating yourself up for an hour. <laughs> well, we get Ariana Grace versus Carmen Petrich. Uh, Joe Gacy ran off <laughs> with the ring bell early in the match. He appeared. He reappeared to ring it after Ariana Grace poked Petrich and planted her with a forward fireman's carry slam. She used wasteland. <laughs> Well, one thing I loved about it is Vic, you know, saying, "Would you know about kind of uh, any, you know, anything with?" You know, oh yeah, like, Oh, yeah. by the way, I was just married to a Miss America. Right, <laughs> come on now, Charmel, come on, man. <laughs> you know who you're talking to, but yeah, I no, know. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that Vic was up. great. Go back to your sweet Vic, right? <laughs> Lexus King versus Brooks Jensen. Uh, Kamala Hayes arrives to get revenge. Distraction accidentally helped King get the combination for the win. They're, Monty, I'm going to say one of my favorite words. They are in cahoots, right? I'm, I'm going to say this now. They, they've got to be, you know? It's just too too much going on. I'm looking for the connection, though. You know what I mean? Like, that's the only problem I'm having. I'm with you, though. It definitely seems it's, it's just insane. too convenient. It's just too happens. convenient, but like, what be? is the connection? What's the bond? They both like hot chocolate. That's <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. do it. I'm trying to think if they ever wrestled in the same place before. Uh, anyway, backstage, Fallon Henley warned Lyra Valkyrie she would win the last chance qualifier and Iron Survivor Challenge. Tate and Paxley arrived, Simney and Maya LaValkyrie. Nice. No more contendership then. Wesley versus Johnny Gagano versus Bronson lead. Versus Cameron Grimes. Can I just say, Cameron Grimes, I forgot he was a North American <laughs> That's how bad he's got yeah, it didn't last in the past couple of years. Oh, Bronson Reed, it's great. You know, it looks fantastic mm-hmm. coming back. Uh, and of course, Johnny Gargano, the 105th yeah. match for Johnny on NXT. Oh, my goodness. The most in history. And what's even crazier, Monty, I've reviewed them all. Which oh my gosh, right? This is insane. Dirty Dom joined commentary. Of course, Gagano got the welcome back chant. He was the crowd favourite. Uh, Grimes though, got caught with a cardiac kick to earn the win. Uh, but what a fucking match this was. And what a showcase for not only Wesley, but the other guys. Because Bronson looked like he was going to win it. And Ivor got involved as well. And we've got that storyline as well. Right, you know what? A, again, another thing to kind of talk about what I was mentioning earlier about feeling like a third brand. You know, another situation where we, because kind of like I think Rhea had a situation with Raquel. You know what I mean? Where, where we bring in Raw, or bring in main roster, or the former main roster, bringing Raw SmackDown situations to NXT, and kind of again giving them that feel that anything can happen, anyone can show up. And, uh, you know, I, I thought that was expertly done. And I, I'm with you. The match was just great. The, the match was just. It, you know, the match kind of gave me like a testament to just how good the North American title has been for a long time. You know what I mean? Like, 
uh, like maybe besides Melo, like who that's probably the only person you could say was missing. And uh, you know, of course, the people who can't, who, who the only the people who are missing, who were available. But that title has such an awesome lineage and just so many great. Everyone who's touched it would have, you know, was a pretty much a good, a really good wrestler. If you know, and then I I enjoy Leon Ruff, but Leon might be the only person that you may not want to give credit to. But honestly, uh, it's it's a that title. This match kind of just highlighted to me just how great that title picture has been actually for a while because they showed highlights throughout the night. And like, you like you you know, it kind of dressed up from memories for me from, cause we, cause we reviewed that Bronson Reed cage match with Gargano. We reviewed pretty much that entire pandemic, the way North, the uh, North American title run for, Gar, you know, for Gargano. We reviewed Cameron Grimes finally getting over the mountain for his father, you know, and we, of course we was here for the, the greatest run ever with Wesley pretty much, you know? Uh, so it, it's just, it's kind of, kind of awesome to, like you mentioned with Gargano, you reviewed every match, but it's also kind of awesome to see uh, the fact that me and you have kind of been here to, to watch all of these guys, you know, even if it hasn't been great for Grimes pretty much since these, the, those NXT days. Uh, but uh, yeah, man, this was really, really good. And I, I honestly didn't expect anything else, but I will say this too. This also highlights to me just how different it is when Gargano is in NXT. He feels <laughs> like an entirely different guy. And some of that has to do with main roster booking, but some of that is it's just going to always be special whenever he show up in uh, at Full Sail or in you know in NXT. Yeah, it's literally he's Clark Kent on Raw and then Superman as soon as you walk through that curtain. <laughs> and, and like you said, it's sometimes it's nice to look back and reflect on just like you said, even a North American run. You talk about that and all the memories that we have. Like you said, we're even with like Damon Priest and Johnny Gargano as well, yeah. you know, and those types of matches. You know, like I said, it has been a pleasure, the North American title. You know, even going back to Adam Cole winning it, and of course, Keith mm-hmm. Lee, you unified, Lee. Uh, and everything yeah. kind of went along there as well. Uh, and even Dominic's fun. You know, like I said, with Dom, mm-hmm. this year, he has been, like we talk about, and I'm sure Much we'll improved. talk about him more. Yeah, like we talk about, maybe one of the most improved. So again, Yeah, as a talker, too. Like, he wasn't confident at all a few years ago. But did you hear him in commentary? You know, just like how every time they would pose a, a scenario for him, you know, he would have something clever to say. Or, like, I beat that guy. Or when, when, when Booker T said, what, or when Vic tried to say, what about a Bronson Reed or these other guys with it? He's like, oh, no, they don't get a title shot. <laughs> Only Wesley. I just love I love how he said, like, oh, no, 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 that's not a part of the deal. I, I get the pick. You know, I run WWE. <laughs> well, I loved com- it. Speaking of commentary as well, I've got to mention Piper Niven on commentary. He's probably my favorite. At this moment in time on Raw. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Honestly, <laughs> just fantastic. Anyway, final NXT, December 5th, we start with the Iron Survivor Qualifier. I've got to admit, if you've gone through that, you know you're going to get a second chance, so it doesn't really matter that much. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm sorry, but doesn't that take away... Uh, anyway, let's forget it. Let's forget it. Yeah, uh, yeah ignore it. Keanu James, Fia Hale, Fallon Henry... The Prodigy and James fell off the barricade through the announce table. That was lucky. Leaving Henley to pull off one of the biggest wins of her career, laying out the Chase U student with a running kick. Uh, I mean, we talked about Is it. Is Dia Hale in that, in that spot with Gigi? <laughs> <laughs> I just thought about that. Is she in that spot too? Because, man, she's lo- now she's losing. So, 
Here's what I'm saying. I, I don't know what's going on. Uh, live Valkyrie was shown watching the match with Tate and Paxley staring through the window. Remember her again? You go like, right. all these names. Oh, and she's completely different now. Like, what the hell is this stalker type of <laughs> creepy thing Honestly, she has going on? I'll get on to that in a second. And they kind of looked alike, by the way. Yeah, in this I'm getting confused. I'm not saying all <laughs> women look similar, but, and especially the names, like, Tate and Paxi, Kiana James, they're all very near enough, very similar, you know. I don't, anyway. Right. Kelly Kincaid yeah. interviewed the Valkyrie afterwards. Lola Vice and Electra Lopez warned the champion to watch her back. Looks like they got over Mackenzie Mitchell quickly. Uh, Paxi wow. challenged Vice to a match. Izzy Dame checked on James in the training room for Perez attack there you go. again. These are just fucking names. <laughs> again, I don't know. Right. Ava uh, <laughs> told the two women they would fight at deadline. Um, up next, though, <clears throat> sad boys. So, where does she come from, by the way? No, I don't. Know. No, I don't know where they're coming from. Like I said, the machine is just working overdrive. Like, here comes Lola. Here comes Savannah. Here comes Ariana. Here comes Amanda. Here comes Amy. Uh, Wesley right. did come out with a crutch to announce he will be out indefinitely with back injury. Uh, Dirty Dom mocked him until Rey Mysterio told his son he would face Dragon Lee. At deadline. I got uh, serious deja vu with that one, by the way. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I'm going to be that a manager with Dragon Lee. I'm like, great. I swear, is this the same vignette from a few months, months ago? ago? Yeah, yeah <laughs> right? we've seen this, haven't we? Right, good. Because I've always thought it was brief. It is a shame. Wesley looks like back injury eight to oh, ten months goodness. out. Uh, horrible, <sighs> especially after he took that time off recently as well. Uh, and Dragon right. Lee taking his place. Don't get me wrong. Dragon Lee is Mr. Like, instead of vacant, it's going to be Dragon Lee. You know? <laughs> right. Right. Oh, my goodness. He's, they're working him, man. <laughs> they, 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 they found out he was reliable, and it's just like, yeah, <laughs> throw him in there with everyone all the time. It's like, yeah, no. Uh, I, again, I, I, obviously, I love Dragon Lee, and I think I think this just this really, really sucks because I think, what they were doing with Wesley. I don't necessarily know if this was going to be the time to get the belt off Dom, but like you said, for, for Wesley to be gone and then to come back and then get an injury like that where he's talking about he could barely feel his, you know, his legs. And he, you can just kind of tell that this is, this is like – you can look at him and see that he was hurt. And, you know, it's just really, really tough when you think about just how impressive his run with the North American title and just how great he has been in general – uh, even as a tag team specialist, and then also uh, once uh, he was on his own. So, uh, like you said, I just send well wishes to him, and the fact that it could be eight to ten, eight to twelve uh, months until we see him again. And we just talked; we were talking about this pre, uh, you know, show. Wrestling is going to be completely different in a year from now. So it's like, what do you do? You know what I'm saying? Do, yeah. Does he when he returns? Like, you know what I'm saying? What is NXT, what is WWE in general going to look like in eight to ten months? You know what I'm saying? Like, it could be completely different. You know, I don't know if I was thinking betting on Dominic still having the belt a year from now. You know what I mean? But you never know what happens. But all I can do is send him the best wishes. And I hope, you know, I cannot wait to see what he does. And I know it's going to be a long road back. But I feel like if anybody could come back and be just as good, if not – 10 times better, it can be someone like Wesley because he's just, he's one of the best, man. He's a pro, and I, I just wish him the best on the road to recovery. Yeah, right. Uh, and you mentioned, like, talk about North American title reign. 
uh, compared to all the others that we've seen and just up there as the best. Uh, and also, let's hope now when he does come back, stronger, fitter, better than ever, if he is going to challenge for the NXT title, I mean, to have that. He's a guy yeah. who is not, he's proved me wrong. You know, they're wrong. I'm a big, mm-hmm. I've been a fan of Wesley, but even talk about like MSK, and you're thinking like, oh, well, it's a tag team, probably won't get that far. One Dusty Classic, you know, won the tag team titles. Oh, as a single star, probably get lost in the shuffle, become mm-hmm. the greatest North American champion of all time. So what's stopping <laughs> him from going back and winning NXT? Because he's got that connection, especially with right. the NXT crowd, like you talk about. So um, it's, it's a sad time. But again, you talk about changes. We've got the male breakout tournament coming up. Right. Riley Osborne, Keanu Carter, Tavion Heights, Dion Lennox, Luca Crucifino, Miles Bourne, Trey Bearhill, and Oba Femi. You know, it could be a completely different world. Oba yeah. Femi, fuck me, he looks scary. Oh, my but goodness. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, my God, man. <laughs> right now, that's him. He's my early pick, to be honest. To be honest, right now. I don't know. Because a lot of these faces, I, I, I'm a couple of them I'm new, but I've heard of uh, Born before. Yeah. So you know he he's another guy that I, I was thinking about. But Oba, man, like I 100% agree. You know he, oh my god. <laughs> well, no, like Trey Bayhill at uh, Bearhill is like don't team with Eddie Thorpe. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Luke, Luke oh yeah, please Cifino. don't. Don't it's too similar, right? Do you know what I mean? Like, this, gonna, I can see a couple Please here. Don't. Just don't, don't do it. Don't do it. Um, Lola Vice beat Tatum Paxley after his Vice seemed very focused on a breakout contract, possibly considered catching it in. But Tatum, I tell, she could join Fire and Dawn if they're still a thing. In the oh Marvel my goodness! Universe. Like Tatum yeah. is auditioning for that, isn't she? Oh my god, the paleness and the way she was moving is just like, oh my goodness. Like, yeah, she, I agree. I don't know if that's, yeah, she seemed like she's going for like a vampire thing almost too, but I don't know. She, she was, she, yeah. I, you know, and it's funny though, this, and this is what I mean about like building a women's division. It's not so much as making them all go out there and wrestle classics or whatever, it's establishing characters and giving them something distinct we was talking about this months ago on uh she's a perfect example because she was around she was the you know one that ivy now was training and uh, trying to be a partner and it just couldn't that didn't work out and you, if you go back to those days she's just was pretty generic but you know you give her something like this and now it's like oh okay this is holding my attention you know what i'm saying so i think that's what i'm really starting to see same thing with the last legends and all of that giving them a character and giving them something, Ariana, giving them something to, to do that. It doesn't necessarily have to be wrestling, but it gives you an impression of what they're all about. And I think that's what I'm starting to see from some of these newer faces that, that hasn't getting, haven't had, haven't had the chance to get the same television time as a Tiffany or a Roxy. So it's good to see that that kind of spread down. Cause I remember when Tiffany was the champion, me and you were talking about it. Like, Man, it just seems like they only care about Tiffany, Rock, your couple of girls. But you know, now as we're going into the new year, they seeming to be uh, spreading that that attention and that 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 love of giving them uh, opportunities to give to become you know different characters. Yeah, without a shadow of a doubt, we get Alpha Academy versus Metaphor. Joe Gacy appeared behind the commentators, telling Vic Joseph how much the crowd loved his work. Legend Lash, that is, body slammed Otis. Shocking, not only live crowd. Impressive, man. I mean, even like, you know, he said, oh, Otis helped 
Like to do that, and Lash is bigger than everybody in that match as well. It just yeah. Again, it's just like her leg didn't I buckle wasn't. either. Like her legs didn't buckle. Like oh my goodness, I'm with you. That the athleticism, the t- like the strength, the talent, and you're really starting to see. I think I'm kind of starting to see that that grind. I know I, I remember me and you joked about this when they mentioned Bianca kind of had a hand in training her, and I was like, we was we, we both kind of asked where, where did that happen? But I think you can kind of see a basis of at least the athleticism is something that her and Bianca definitely have in common. Like you mentioned, we already know she towers with her height. But to now starting to put the pieces together with the, as a character, use her strength, use her her size. Like she has the potential that she can do something uh, uh, special too. But like you said, it's very a big surprise when you see something like that, and it went viral. I, I love the attention it got too. A lot of people was impressed, and I think I mean honestly, if you can do something like that, help or not, it was very very impressive uh, in the in the scheme of that match. Uh, and uh, yeah, honestly, it was so good. I didn't uh, until you watched the match. You almost didn't realize metaphor lost. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, um, Natal looked like he was going to hit the Nova Roller, but was forced to tap out. Gallus were confronted by Hank and Tank, and Hank now Monty is my new favorite wrestler because he mentioned Why? the Mighty Glasgow Rangers, which are the best team not only <laughs> Scotland but the world. Uh, you can tell by my accent. Byron Saxon hosted the Women's Iron Survivor Challenge Summit. He wanted his things to say civil. He's like Adam <laughs> Pearce. He just lost his <laughs> shit. He doesn't want to Calm down, Byron. Fallon uh, Henry took an early shot at Tiffany Stratton, and a brawl broke out between all four women that destroyed the set. Um, you know, Henley <laughs> tried to fire a promo, but going, yee-haw. Yeah, that's going to Bitch. <laughs> yee-haw, bitch. <laughs> see that on a t-shirt. Uh, before Nathan Fraser and actually get rolling, the women of the Iron Survivor Challenge came back uh, and did a no contest. Blair Davenport escaped the fray, but Nikita Lyons returned to lay out the women who injured her. That'd be good if they if Blair wasn't booked for a match. Oh my goodness! Like you, like you couldn't do this either. Sad, you couldn't do this during the show or at, like, come on, man, like. She was definitely one of the people I was thinking about. Like, yeah, she she might be a favorite, you know, because I, I wouldn't mind seeing her and Lyra go at it. And then you get this, and it's like, but I, hey, we talked, we've been talking about this for months. <laughs> Blair had receipts coming, man. Yeah, say, yeah. <laughs> so you know, uh, but yeah, the timing of it was definitely weird. <laughs> Andre Chase announced that Chase U was under academic probation. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Okay. Okay. Iron Survivor Qualifier, Kamala Hayes versus Tyler Bate versus Eddie Thorpe versus Joe Coffey. Coffey sidelined Eddie Thorpe by further hurting the injured ribs against the steel stairs. What this entire review was a big middle finger to Eddie Thorpe, by the way. He was tortured in this review, these five episodes. Uh, the man with the bad ribs. Uh, he he did not get the job done. Uh, however, it was Tyler Bate who got the final shot, knocking out Joe Coffey with a Tyler driver to win. I mean, I can't believe it. Tyler Bate get the victory. And then next, the anonymous showed footage of Melo following Trick right before the attack. Trick asked mm. questions from his friend and got nothing. So first off, uh, Tyler Bate getting his opportunity, and second off, maybe it wasn't Lexus King. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
Something happened. Something happened, man. I, is it is this, is this how we're gonna get it unveiled? NXT Anonymous is gonna finally show us the full footage one day. Like, what's gonna? What, how long are we gonna put this off? Cause they keep showing they keep showing us pieces. Like, even NXT Anonymous is teasing us at this point. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, still, again, one of the most interesting things is just how they're gonna play this. Like I told you, the way things are looking is going. I just don't know. I, I and mostly because. I told you whether Lexus King did or not. Melo losing that title shot. And then you look at where the way the cards have fallen in this particular, uh, you know, Iron Survivor Challenge. It's just like, oh, man, Melo can try to play it off. But the way his body language, the story he's been telling with the way he's been looking, jealousy is underneath that confident face that he or the confident act that he's been trying to give off. And uh, I don't know, man, this is going to come to a head at some point. And I can't wait to see how it finally plays out. But it's still interesting because, again, we still have to see what's gonna, how is this going to work out with the Lexus King involvement. Was it both of them? What happened in this situation? And uh, then the fact that they still got me this invested, though, in it this many weeks. Because, you know, sometimes when you prolong a mystery, uh, you know, sometimes you can lose Chase interest. You. So, <laughs> right, exactly. Chase, you, like, exactly. Because we've been knowing that it, we've known – and they did a little bit too much foreshadowing in that one. At least in this one, it hasn't been a lot of foreshadowing. But we've known a lot of details before he finally admitted. So it's just like we're still – and we still don't know everything. So it's just – like I said, you don't want to do too long because then we'll start feeling like the Chase U story. So eventually this will come to a head. But uh, I'm definitely still interested in what they're going to do next uh, in that storyline. Uh, but, man, it's looking hot and lot. Man, M- M- Mellow and Trick Game, man, my favorite. You know, just like I know, this has been my favorite thing in NXT for a while. So the fact that it feels like this is their their, their relationship is about to culminate. And I could be wrong, but it just feels that way. I can't wait to see how this thing plays out. Right now. And to finish yourself, Baron Corbin totally did a dragon off, trying to get him to snap instead. <laughs> The Mad Dragon hugged him and smiled. I mean, Corbin's acting was on point. Yeah, it's terrifying. <laughs> crazy hug from Dragon off. But this is the thing because, like we talked about, I've mentioned before, don't let Ia talk too much. But when he's like that, it's, we all think he's crazy. I don't know. And that hug is just like, it's so unsettling. I can't believe yes. it. Yes. Right. It was the most uncomfortable, but just like, like you said, just. Uh, again, like I said, terrifying. And the look on his face, the almost hysterical. Like, that's what I'm saying. Very, if it's one thing I know, like I said, I was, gonna, I was having a tough time predicting deadline. And it's still some matches. I, it's still a match I'm not sure about, I know, right now. that I'm going to have to just make a decision on this show. But, man, if it's one thing I know, Corbin is going to get beat <laughs> bad. That's all I know. I'm not, I don't know if he's going to – I'm not saying it's going to be dominant – but in the end, we're going to look at some of the stuff that Dragunov do to him and be like, wow. Because I just feel like that's the type of, like you said, that's the monster. Like, And then to say the, the quote he gave, no one can slay the dragon but the dragon himself. And I'm just like, that is terrifying. <laughs> it really is. Like, he is just, honestly, I don't know. I don't think I've seen a, a man like it, you know. Um, the show we did end low with the Men's Iron Survivor Challenge competitors brawling back to the ring. Tyler Bate was left as the last man standing. Oh, bollocks. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mark, uh, check him off the list, huh? <laughs> so before we get to deadline predictions, what are your thoughts on this update? Because this literally has been the build to deadline. 
and that and that's exactly the way I would slice it. It was very, very smart. I wouldn't say that this was about trying to have the best matches, even though it was a couple of really good matches, like a couple of the Harris Cup, and then you have uh, uh, it was a couple of really good matches, like the Heritage Cup, and then you have uh, a couple of these main events, like uh, the, the the Fatal Four Ways, and uh, just again, they've done a really good job of just building everything. It wasn't really trying to go out there and have bangers uh, to borrow Sheamus' term at the moment, but it was about setting up deadline, making deadline feel as big or as important as you possibly can with the storylines that they have in place. And I think they did an excellent job at that. Yeah, without a doubt. So, like we said, we have got the last predictions, well, WWE predictions of the year where we do NXT. Of course, the girls will send uh, ours, well, them to us. You know what I'm trying to say, Monty. Use English. Uh, <laughs> I, I start how I finish, you know. Let's so okay. not, not forget about that. So we're going to do predictions and we'll start because there's seven matches uh, on here. So again, it's a, a mm-hmm. for me, it's a much bigger card uh, mm-hmm. than usual. Takeover. Yeah. But we are going to have a kickoff match, which again doesn't mean a kickoff will be pointless this time. It's going to be Axiom versus Nathan Fraser. We never got it on the main show. Monty, which way is this going to go? Um, I'm just going to go with my gut here. Uh, it's going to be a good one again because we know what these guys are capable of. But uh, Axiom, unfortunately, seems to be the guy who does not ever get the win in this situation. So unless they're going to pull a fast one on me, I think Nathan Frazier is going to be the one to win this one. Uh, maybe he, I think he needs to kind of save face after. <laughs> he needs to get something after that just brutal <laughs> beat down that he took from the champ. So I think – uh, to give him some heat back and ask him at this point, he's going to always give you all he has. I don't think he loses much uh, from losing again, you know, but you know, unless they want to pull up like they did with Dijak a couple weeks back, I think, I think Fraser's a safe bit. Yeah. Now I've got to agree with you. I think Nathan Fraser uh, for the prediction next match. And we're going to start big now. Carmela Hayes versus Lexis King. Cause this is, I struggled with this matchup. This Me is too. what I struggled with because I was uh. thinking, which way are they going to go with it? And in the end, I have made my decision. Uh, and I think shenanigans and all that lot, but I think Lexus King is going to win. Wow. Uh, oh, wow. No, 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 Monty. Oh, man, that, that's a tough one. It's, it's, it's like you said, it's really, really tough. You can make a case either way. But uh, believe it or not, I'm going to side with you and say that Melo loses here. I think uh, that you're 100% right that this might be uh, just uh, just a whole bunch of mess. I'm not sure. It depends on – it, it kind of depends on where it's booked to, but it just feels like something is going to come uh, – something's going to happen here, and it won't be the uh, just straight-up match that we that we would usually expect. And I think that bodes well for Lexus King in this scenario. Uh and it, I rarely ever pick against Melo, so if I get burned I'm here, it is what it is. It really is what it is, but it just, it's, it's really tough. I feel like, and then also I feel like this will help continue the descent into, like, his jealousy and madness towards Trick. And I feel like another loss could just make, that may be the thing to set him over the edge. I don't know, but I, I think I think this will be it. I think Lexus King will actually find a way to be the one to get the victor. I tell you something, if we go the same on predictions, I'm going to go back and change this one just to spite you. All right? 
But we're still uh, <laughs> Yeah, I know. Uh, still cage match. Where the fuck did that come from? Remember, the still cage is booked after a long rivalry. Uh, what? It, it is Roxanne Perez <laughs> versus Kiana James. Uh, James would probably be yeah, the best guess in NXT. Doesn't deserve it. Which way do you think it's going to go? Uh, you know, part of me is thinking that maybe we could get a surprise here with James winning because of the, uh, what happened in that uh, Weapons Wild situation. Uh, but you know, honestly, I think I think I just I I, I picked against Melo, which is hard. I can't pick against Roxy too in the same show uh, for James. But hey, I, if, if it could go that way, but I think Roxy needs this, especially with all of the how giving she was uh, for these Iron Survivors. You know, letting last legend win, uh, giving up, uh, losing this fatal four way because of Keanu James also. Uh, I think you, you, I think Roxanne will prevail in the end. Yeah, I mean the thing is though, you just mentioned it. Like Melo Perez guaranteed points in predictions. Usually, right? Much yeah. Much like Dominic Mysterio recently as well. Like it's talking mm-hmm. about going against Dragon Lee, NXT North America title. I see Dom winning it again. I thought Trick was going to be the man. Then I thought Wesley was going to be the man. But I don't know who is going to be. But Dominic. Is not is, is still going to be champion coming out of this? Yeah, I think so too. Especially, especially uh, with the Dragon Lee situation, you know, uh, could this be the shock finish, the, the shock change, or something? I don't know. I'm thinking that because Sean or the way they seem to book NXT usually, but this is a bigger card, so I don't know. Maybe I should just go with my brain. But usually, it's always something that take you know that's surprising. That's not what you would normally expect. Uh, but yeah, I think you're 100 percent right. Dom is keeping the keeping the belt. I don't think this is where he loses it. And uh, uh, maybe again, standing deliver season. Maybe I have a different tune. But I think honestly, they they feel like Dragon Lee is untouchable. And you can always explain away uh, uh, a Dominic victory because we know it's probably going to be underhanded. Without doubt. Uh, so the Iron Survivor ones again difficult to pick. So I think NXT Championship match next. Ilya Dragunov versus Baron Corbin. Like talk about, so this is just gonna be Corbin getting smashed <laughs> because he's not right. paid a piper. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, man. I think that's exactly what's gonna happen. Dragonoff is gonna win. He mentioned this man's family, and if it's as matter of fact, those are one of the only details I know. I know he's very, very uh, passionate about what he does in the ring. Very, uh, you know, emotional and uh, just a, a powder keg in the ring and all of that. And he's, you know, he's, he's, his destiny was to become champion. And I know he loves his son and family. So that was the wrong turn, Corbin, and he's going to pay for it. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, unless his wife comes out and costs him the match. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want you home more. <laughs> yeah, I, can't, I can't see it happening. Uh, so yeah, he dragged off there for me as well. So we'll do, the women's is harder to pick than the men's, isn't it? I think that'd be fair to say. True, true. So we go men's next. Uh, I'm Survivor Challenge. Bron Breaker, Dijak, Trick Williams, Josh Briggs, Tyler, Bate. Um, I don't know if it... Well, it was, I'll go. I don't mind. This is okay. tough. But yeah. I can only... With the story they're trying to play at the moment in time, I can see Dijak with Michael's gun. Trick Williams for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Trick, if Dijak wins, we riot. But uh, no, Trick, I picked the story. 
like you said, even with Melo losing early in the night to trick winning later on, and then when he gets that opportunity to have that final split, because I think you are right, Monty, it is going to... The Anonymous has got the clip, haven't they? So we're going to see that right. at some point as well uh, as we head towards the next NXT special event. 100%. The only way Trick, in my opinion, probably don't win this is if Melo was to get involved. And I think that was my thing. I'm like, if if they book it and Lexus King and Melo is earlier than this, maybe I, you know, but, you know, maybe he could screw him out tonight. But I think, I don't know. I honestly would save the initial, I think I would save the real turn. I wouldn't do it here. Uh, so, a blind breaker is really the only other guy I'm entertaining here. And I just, I don't know. If they if they would want to go there, so yeah, I think Trick Williams is is, is going to win this one. So yeah, I'm not, I'm, I can't disagree. I'm about to say unless Bron wins and then goes another year reign, and we just never <laughs> call it. Exactly. Right, yeah, oh my like... NXT for another year <laughs> until Wesley comes and dethrones him <laughs> a year later. Long term storytelling. Oh uh, my goodness. <laughs> So we'll finish, and again, I think this has been the main point, this update as well, speaking about the women's division and the development that has mm-hmm. happened there. Uh, none more so than the five women Iron Survivor Challenge. Tiffany Stratton, Blair Davenport, Lash Legend, Kalana Jordan, and Fallon Henley. And I would even say to you, each of them have got an argument to get mm-hmm. a victory here. Because even Jordan, like we talk about, NXT always yeah. has a surprise that anything can happen. I 100% agree. You know, uh, I, I I think my your, your as soon as you look at it, your initial, especially the way things have been going this year, your initial mind state, Tiffany Stratton, just to give her another accomplishment or whatever, and maybe they can do the Lyra thing. But honestly, I don't know if that's where I want to go right now. It's funny that you mentioned it uh, with Kaylani Jordan. She was another name that I was definitely entertaining. Uh, in this scenario, and I told you earlier that Blair was my probably my favorite initially, until <laughs> we had the Lions and inv- Nikita Lions involvement. So it's just this is really really hard. This is what the one I'm talking about having to make the decision here. Uh, so when I don't know, I play it safe. I think that this is going to be another accomplishment for Tiffany Stratton, and she's going to get the title shot. Uh, whether she wins it or not, I, you know, we'll, I don't know. But I think Tiffany Stratton is going to be the Iron Survivor. And they'll give her the achievement. And then we have a face in Trick Williams and uh, a bad, a bad, you know, woman in this situation. Uh, and to win the women's Iron Survivor. Yeah, I'm, I'm along low lines, to be fair, Tiffany Stratton. But I don't know whether to change. Because I did say if we do agree... I would change the mellow prediction. Yeah, I'll go with mellow if you want me to. I will switch to mellow. No, 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 no. I, I, I I don't want. I don't want any excuses. All right. Okay. (laughs) Fair. That's fair. Um. No. Do you know what, then, Tiffany? I'm gonna go. And I can't believe I'm saying this. Henley. I am gonna go. Lash legend. (laughs) <laughs> hey, she's the wild card, man. Holy God. You know, hey. He's throwing it away. She's a heel. She's a no, heel. She's a heel. Um, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Nash, if Blair Davenport wins, I'm going to be furious. You know <laughs> I'm going to be that. mad. Like Sean threw the curveball because Blair makes so much sense, right? You know? Yeah. 
But no, I'll go Lash. Fuck it. It's all <sighs> fun and games. It's all fun and games. Yeah, man. Lash legend. Uh, so there you yeah. go. That's it. But again, Deadline has, uh, I'll say, a lot to live up to because, like I said, the wrestling has been great. But, I mean, mm-hmm. the expectation heading into Deadline tonight, Monty, of course, we'll be back reviewing it tomorrow. But we always kind of want a classic matchup. We always want mm-hmm. a memorable moment. What do you hope for Deadline as we are just hours away? <coughs> Yeah, I think that uh, I'm with you. I think the, the the Survivor matches definitely have a chance to maybe give us the moment for someone, or at least a moment in someone's career that we'll never forget. Like a la Trick Williams, I think if they if they, if it's done right and he you know wins it, like maybe at the end with the clock on the line, similar to how Grayson Waller won it, but just you know his running knee is kind of perfect for that. You know what I mean? And he can kind of get a victory. That'll be something memorable. And I think the cla- the thing is about the Matt Classic who do we think is going to get the time to do that in this situation? Could Dragunov, I mean, could Dragunov and Corbin surprise us and we get a classic, we like classic and Corbin usually don't go together, but we know what Dragunov is capable of. So could they do something to that, uh, you know, uh, retrospect? What, what about Dragon Lee and Dom? It's a, we, we will see. Cause you know, they were cooking on raw. So maybe they could kind of, you know, get, you know, muster up a little bit of that for NXT and that could be the uh wrestling mat classic that we that we love in these takeover situations. And you never can doubt a mellow match, but I think that one's going to be more story based. So, uh I'm just looking for, you know, either the next step or the nice wrap up of certain stories and I'm looking forward to just an exciting night and maybe a couple surprises, maybe something that me or neither one of us could even predict taking place, you know, uh I'm hearing I'm hearing rumors that a Chicago made person may pop up. So <laughs> if that's the case, that would be <laughs> but again, uh there was something called NXT where Brian Saxton was on the stand where you could um again, I'm not down with the kids, but you know, you can take the picture of it. What what's it what's it called? You know that. Well you know they did it for all Bray Wyatt stuff as well. Yeah, little anyway, kids. I'm, not, I'm, so, I'm lost. This story. You know the <laughs> You know the thing where you take a picture of it and it scans it and then you go something it shows you something secret. The QR code. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, see. Oh, okay. Oh I'm my down goodness. with the kids. Yeah, you did sound elderly. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell! You know I've been doing this for years. We didn't have QR codes when I started, lad. Um, anyway, so I did do that. Cora Jade's voice apparently is heard. So again, what will yeah. that will be? Um, so we'll see what happens. That's it. I don't think there's anything else, Monty. I think we've wrapped that up quite well. Yeah, I think so. I think uh, this we did a good job here. And tomorrow, no matter what happens, whether I'm just disgusted because nothing I said <laughs> happened happened, or whether I'm on top of the world because I got two, I got a, I got this one right, and I got a bonus point, another bonus point because I got it perfect. And that's what I'm hoping for. But hey. This one's tough. This it's funny that this is the end of the year. I I, I really wonder who do, do, is someone listening. Do they understand that the stakes are getting higher in our <laughs> prediction leagues and stuff like that? Because this is a tough card to predict, tougher than a, uh than Halloween Havoc and stuff. You know, a couple of the other cards. You know. Well, like I said, we should say before we go, bonus leagues, leagues that we've got. Monty, you're on sixteen points. Yeah, man, it's 15. tight. Gina 14. So if Gina's got different from us, 
ends up perfect score. And she gets perfect. Oh my goodness. With you. So, oh and she has and she's capable. Form. Yeah, she, <laughs> yes. exactly. she's very capable. She has. That's why I'm worried, man. Well, have a good night tonight, Monty. It sounds like you are. Uh, <laughs> we both are. Stretching dead. When I go, no, Lash Legend. But who knows? <laughs> That's it. Don't forget, we're across all Silent screws, Tiffany, and I just throw my phone across the room or something. <laughs> <laughs> We're at Twitter at the Double Podcast. I'm at the Double JI. You can find the entire Double team on the Twitter banner. Uh, Monty, do you want to plug your stuff, man? Yeah, at my Monty Pod, like you said, on Twitter. And, uh, you know, you can go to follow my link. You can type in my Monty on YouTube. You can subscribe. Set yourself up because I'm coming back in a major way next year with the Mind of Monty Podcast. It will be returning. Uh, we're going to try some try some new things, try to have a little bit of fun with it. You know, uh, Talk about talk a lot about real life, a little bit about wrestling too. Uh, we're gonna try to switch things up and just freshen up the process for me and myself uh, and my my lovely wife slash co-host. And we will be talking about our family because we do have my beautiful uh, six month old daughter now. So things are getting a little bit easier, but she's also starting to move around more. So <laughs> that can always that's, that's exciting. <laughs> And also terrifying at the same Don't time. Leave any but, doors open. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I always got to keep an eye on that. But uh, yeah, man, please check me out at my month's pod and keep up with me there. Yeah. Uh, and uh, again, I can actually say this, Monty, that to change what show you're doing does work sometimes. I'm not going to lie. Right. Exactly. Stop and I'm also on Facebook and Instagram across all Google platforms. Send us an email at donutpodcast at gmail.com. YouTube and the podcast where we let clips of podcasts at the same time on YouTube to do SoundCloud on your phone. That was Excalibur level then. Also, Spotify and iTunes, but you can download, subscribe, rate, <laughs> and review there. So that is it. Our next episode is tomorrow. We are back for NXT deadline. But until then, I have been James Bowens and was joined by the mind of Monty. It is always a pleasure and never a chore, Monty. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 501 and 502. I feel special. <laughs> yeah, we are we are banging them out now, guys. All these people <laughs> during this year were going, well, they're not doing a lot. Yeah, you just wait. Just wait. <laughs> Nothing like ending an episode with a threat. Well, thanks for listening, <laughs> <laughs> And bye. <laughs>